so vain. I'm pretty sure the song is about me. I'm so vain. Don't you think the song is about me? Don't you? Don't you? Oh, today is April 1st, 2020. My name is Joe Batanz, and I host a tiny, tiny, tiny show called This Joe Batanz. It's a show where I talk about what's going on in my life. It's been, look, a little tough lately because I'm stuck at home. Not much going on. But we'll find something to talk about right here on This Joe Batanz. Right here. On Afterthought Media. Like I stated at the top of the show, this is This Joe Batanz for April 1st, 2020. I didn't leave the house per government orders, but the weather has been nice, and so I did spend some time outside, had a very long, leisurely brunch with the parents, uh, and... uh, uh, spent the day, you know, here's the thing, and I'm going to have to figure this out. This is not on you guys. This is on me. But Wednesdays and Thursdays are my quote-unquote days off, okay? It's when I uh, I recharge my creative batteries to get me ready for the week. My week starts, my work week essentially starts on Friday with RuPaul's Drag Race. And so Wednesday and Thursday are my days off, but I have um, this Joe Batanz to do. And uh, I really do make a concerted effort to think as little about podcasting as possible. Now, you might think to the untrained uh, ear that it sounds like to you, like, oh, Joe hates podcasting and Joe hates us or Joe doesn't like thinking about podcasting or whatever. That's not true. In fact, the opposite is true. The, the The truth is, I love podcasting. I love all of you. I um, treasure all every single one of you like a little t- jewel, okay? And I feel so blessed and so lucky to, to have this thing that I'm building called Afterthought Media and that we do this show called This Joe Batanzan. There's no resentment whatsoever. Trust me, I've been in jobs where I literally, I've, you know, I've had moments where like I get sick to my stomach thinking about having to go to work, and and I don't have that. I it it is truly a joy, right? So when I say I need to recharge my batteries, it's literally so that it's it's actually a preventive a preventative me- measure. I don't want to start hating this. I don't want to resent it, and so I need those two days to recharge my batteries so that uh, I keep on loving it. You know, it it allows my so if you'll notice on Friday nights, I'm I'm usually a lot full of more energy or Saturday mornings, not this past Saturday morning. But uh, yeah, so like this is something so that I keep on loving it. And so I really tried very hard not to think about podcasting today. 
And um, for the most part, it worked. I knew I knew how to do this job. I have to sneeze. Hold on for a second. There you go. So um, I really tried very hard not to think about podcasting, and I really didn't. I talked on the phone. I played Animal Crossing. Um, but a couple of things happened today that might be of interest. One, so uh, I'm going to briefly, I, I think I've told this story four times now on this show, but we went and did a social distance visit with my brother, okay? And one of the things that happened was that my brother uh, gave my parents an old iPhone 7. My dad already has an iPhone 7, but then my brother also gave my parents one for my mom, an iPhone 7, Okay. And um, uh, when he did that, uh, remember, in the part of the story was because my mom is super paranoid, and so is my sister-in-law, by the way, as I found out, because they're both super paranoid about this coronavirus, as they should be, by the way, I would much rather them be paranoid about it than, than cavalier about it, is my brother, they wiped it down, and then they sterilized a Ziploc bag. I don't know how they did it. This is what they said. And then they put the Ziploc bag first. My I was stood far away. My brother placed the Ziploc. He holding, wrapped in a Clorox wipe. He placed the Ziploc bag on like a neutral cement piece of cement. Then he walked away. And then I walked up with gloves, grabbed the phone, and put it in the trunk of my parents' car. Then they had it sit in my dad's garage. The phone. God, that was Sunday that we visited them. So today was a day that they actually, so for, over 48 hours, maybe 72 hours, close to 72 hours. But today was the day that we uh, transferred my mom from an Android to an iPhone. Today was the day. And she has not been looking forward to it. She's actually afraid of it. And my dad, you have to understand something. I've talked about this before. And my dad gets obsessive on certain things. I mean, this super obsessive, like, where, like, I'll give you a perfect example. The trash comes on Monday mornings, right? So we take the trash out Sunday night, okay? By the way, no, it might not be Monday mornings. It comes on Mondays. It could be at any time on Monday. I don't know why there's no regular system, but it could come at any time on Monday. My dad becomes obsessed, and there cannot be one piece of garbage in the house before he goes to sleep. He will look at I mean, it, I mean, obsess. And if there's a if if he misses a stray piece of garbage on Monday morning, if he notices it, oh my god, he is so upset. Like, and I'm like, who cares? Who's caring? Then it just goes in the next week, you know. So he gets obsessive, and when he obsesses on something, he just won't stop. Okay. So before he transferred over to my mom, he um, he asked me. He said, uh, "He goes, uh, well, he goes, can we have it so that we share uh, our iCloud and all that jazz, right?" And I go, "Yes, you can even have it where you share your iCloud and all that and, and everything." And I set it up for him on his phone. And then my mom, my mom does have an iPad mini. So we set up all her iCloud business and sharing it and all this on the iPad so that there would be a smooth transition to her iPhone. Okay. So now the moment has come. We've had a lazy breakfast and my dad like, and my mom are like, okay, it's time. It is now time for the iPhone transition. 
And they, they, they think it's so funny. It's, I don't know if any of you have ever done this. It's just popping a SIM card out of one phone and putting in the other. And if you've never had to do that, there's a little, like, a, you, you might not even notice on your phone, there's like a little tiny, uh, it, an oval with a hole in the, in the, right? And you just poke a paper clip in it and a little tray pops out and there's like a tiny little SD card in there and you just move it to the other phone. And that's how they know it's your phone number and stuff. That's all, that's all there is to it. They act like I and Thomas Edison, and then like they, 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 oh my god, you know. So I switch it over, and then now when you set up a new iPhone, even though the Apple makes it as simple as can be, there are a few questions that need to be answered. The second the phone turns on, my mom gets on a phone call while using the house phone. My dad leaves, and I don't know like my mom's iCloud password. I don't know. She doesn't want to do the fingerprint thing. It's a whole thing, and she's on the phone. I'm telling you, I've said it. Whenever I get a new iPhone, I'm going to say the whole process. You know what? Should me rephrase the active process that I'm a part of is about two minutes. Okay. I'm going to say this was at least half an hour because I had to wait for passwords. They had to look up passwords. They didn't have to think of it. They, oh my God, it was awful. So finally, now the phone is doing its magic and the apps and the this and that are going over and now they right? And I've had a bunch of phone calls in this time period. Uh, Alex Lefebvre had called me. He had called me three times, two days yesterday. I just didn't get back to him. So I'm like, okay, I need to call him. Uh, my friend, Young Master Shane, he called. He never called. So I'm like, oh no, what happened? I have to call him. Laurie Roggenkamp called me after I went to sleep yesterday. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I wake up this morning and there's a text message from Laurie Roggenkamp. And in that text message, she says, and by the way, it's at like three in the morning. I don't know what time it's at, right? And she's like, can you do a podcast in 15 minutes? And I'm like, what? I'm just like, so I, when I woke up, I go like, I just saw this. So, yes, you know. And, um, and by the way, just to put a little bow on that story, uh, it worked out. She thought Maria couldn't do the bloody podcast. She was able to do the bloody podcast, and they nothing. There was no, there were no problems. Everything worked out. Okay. So, um, so I go and I start calling these people back. First one on the list is Alex Lefebvre because he had called twice yesterday, once today, and I was like, okay, I owe that guy a call back. I'm talking to Alex Lefebvre. My dad comes in. Running. Emergency. 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 And I'm like, what is it? What is it? And he goes, um, we forgot the code we came up with your mom. With your mom and the one on her iPad's four, four numbers. And this one's six. And I go, I go, this is what the code. I go, what's this is true. When I gave him their six-digit code, I said, remember this code. This is a different code from the iPad. It's a six-digit code. This is the code. Write it down. This is the code. They just, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. As if I'm dummy. And then they come in writing, we can't get into the phone. We There's a six-digit code. What is it? So I tell him, he's like, okay, he leaves. Now, as soon as I hang up the phone with uh, Alex Lefebvre, Carlo from Germany calls me, Right? And I'm like, oh, I haven't talked to Carlo in a long time, right? So he and I start chatting. 
we're talking for a while. By this point, by the way, we talked for an hour. I will say that. And then my dad calls me. Actually calls me on the telephone. Okay? And he goes, emergency, please. Because they're outside in the backyard. He goes, emergency, emergency, please come outside. There's emergency. Get off the phone. I'm on the phone. Get off the phone. Get off the phone. It's an emergency. So I'm like, okay, what is, go- what is this emergency? So I go, Carla, I got to go. And I hang up. We wrap up the call and I go downstairs. I, I was, I'm savvy enough to know that it wasn't a real emergency. So I just casually ended the cutting. I gotta go. You know, I just casually brought the call to its natural conclusion, finished a story, and went downstairs. And I go, what's the emergency? You told me that uh, you told me that that uh, we they would be able to share calendars and we would be able to share photos and the calendar's not sharing. I don't know how to do this. Blah blah blah. blah. And so I go, he goes, it's impossible. You lied. Blah blah blah. It, it's never like, can you show me or maybe I'm doing something wrong. It's I lied. I was wrong. The world is ruined. Everything's ruined. And I I, I go, this is how you do it. This is how you do it. No, I got his phone. It's a very simple process for anybody, by the way. Oh, so we had made my mom just say FYI that they were the same family. They they linked accounts by being family members, a family share. And I go, you go to calendar, find the event that you want to share, and you put it on the shared calendar, which is already labeled by Apple family calendar. And he goes, oh, my God. But I go, here's the deal. One, that's not an emergency. Two, you are sequestered and under quarantine. So you can't go anywhere, right? For the next at least month. At least. Probably more like two months. You can't go anywhere. Three. Um... There's nothing in your calendar. He had nothing in his calendar. He had to, we had to add an event so to show that it worked. So I don't know what the big emergency. It's like, and, and even if it, it's not an emergency, that's not an emergency to end a phone call to show him to do a shared calendar. By the way, they're always together. They're never apart. So his calendar is their shared calendar. It was the craziest thing. The other thing that happened today, and I sent, I talked about this with friends on a text mess. I, I said I text messaged several people about this story. I'm gonna tell you, and what was really interesting is only the comedian friends that I texted actually saw the joke. Everybody else, I guess the best way to put it, took it seriously. Okay, so here's what happened. Now, granted, I will say in their defense, they heard it over text. I'm I'm telling it to you. But I would, we were sitting eating. We we're wrapping up breakfast again. This is before the iPhone, buddy, though. Actually, no. I think this is when I'm setting up her iPhone and she's on the phone. She's talking to a friend and she says, oh, so in our city, we only have three coronavirus people. By the way, update's been doubled to six today. We only have three coronavirus people. Uh-huh. And you know what? I know one of them. And I was like, what a weird thing to like brag about or name drop that you know one of the three people in our city who has the coronavirus. 
And by the way, they don't even really know him. They're in the same church group. But my dad, my mom had to go. My, I remember my mom told us a friend called her and said, "Oh my God, you know, uh, uh, Kenny has coronavirus." And my mom's like, "Who?" And she's like, "You know, the one who's this." And I'm like, "Oh yeah, him." My mom doesn't. I mean, I guess my mom maybe says hi, but she's not like they're not like dear friends. That was another weird thing too. Spoke to uh, Laurie Rock. Oh, okay, let's talk about Laurie Roggenkamp. So yesterday she calls me. And she says, you know what? I'm going to see my dad, and he wants to go on the air. And I go, oh, my God, that'd be great. You should totally do it. She goes, I'm going to go on Discord. And I go, are you going to be able to record it? Because I'm, like, oh, I'm going to be out and about. You remember yesterday? I don't. Did we talk about this on this show by chance, but I went to my brother's house? Uh, nothing really happened. I went to my brother's house. We practiced social safe. So, in case I didn't talk about it, we practiced safe social distancing uh, we sat on his. Be- I think we did talk about it, in his beautiful backyard and sat six feet apart and just shot the shit for a couple hours and uh, I multiple wipings of hand sanitizer and all that. Okay, so I was on my way there, and I go, yeah, I won't be able to record it. I said, but um, but yeah, you should totally record it. I go, just record it on your phone, you know, uh, that'll be fine. It'll be good enough. And she goes, that's a good idea. So afterwards, so then I, I heard part of it. I heard, I think, about 30 minutes of it. Uh, on the No, about 20 minutes of it on the drive to my brother's house. And it was fine. It was interesting. You know, I rarely ever get to hear anything of my network on the Discord because I'm usually on the show. So it was great getting to actually hear content from my network that didn't have me on it. That's that, I'm not even joking. That, not out of laziness. It just seems kind of cool to have people doing things on the network that don't involve me. That was one of the things I, I liked about the rumor mill when I wasn't on it. Like, I liked that there was a show without me on it. And I want to get back there one day. Right now, I'm trying to shrink it again and just keep it me as much as possible, me, Laurie, and Taylor. And, um, God, I would love for it to be Jay Ellis. But I, I know I, I realize I only have Jay Ellis temporarily while this quarantine is in effect. Once the quarantine is not in effect, we lose him. Anyway, so... I uh, I say, oh, yeah, I record it. And so afterwards, I call her and I go, how will the rest of it go? And she said, it went great. And I said, uh, did you record it? She goes, I actually recorded it on my Zoom. For those of you that don't know, there's a, this, this brand of like little mini- miniature, they're like digital recorders, digital audio recorders. One brand is called Zoom. And I go, oh, great. So last night, I uh, before I did this job with hands, I, I text messaged her and I said, uh, uh, do you have the audio of your dad? And she goes, oh, I made a mistake and it didn't record. Goes, oh, well. So, yeah. So, if you didn't listen live to Lori and her dad yesterday. So, in other words, the only the only thing I'll ever hear are the 20 minutes that I listened. Uh, for those of you that missed it, unfortunately, I don't have the audio. Uh, Lori. But, guys, this is, you know, Lori told me. And I'm, look, maybe she'll be right that that. That uh, she she and Maria are going to launch a bloody podcast Patreon, and I'm and I was thinking not and this has nothing to do with the quality of the show or the quality of their content or that people shouldn't do Patreon. I mean, Mike Lawson did a Patreon. I I supported it. I actually paid towards it, you know. And um, so it's not that I'm against people doing a Patreon. I'll promote it. I want people to be creative and and uh, do what they can. 
But my big fear is Lori is associated with my network. Okay. And if she starts a Patreon for something else, guys, I'm telling you, I don't think she'll deliver. Like, I know her. Like, I have to force her to do the things that I do. And they're kind of haphazard. Like, I think, I mean, I think ultimately people will get it, but it won't be timely. Like, it'll be kind of like, I don't want to say irresponsible. Like, remember when she wanted to do Lori's Forks? I'm so glad no one signed up for the Lori's Forks tier. I gave it, like, the briefest second of all time to people to sign up. One person signed up by accident. And I was like, I was glad because I knew ultimately if anybody signed up for it, they weren't going to get the forks. They were never going to get those forks. It was never going to happen. She can't do the steps she takes now to, to do the show. Like, am I having to package forks? And uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow right here on this Joe Batance right here on Afterthought Media. Oh,